Dice players, welcome to episode number 77 of the Sports Plus Live podcast. 77. The Carl Mecklenburg episode of the Sports Plus Live podcast. I hope I got that right. I should know this. Uh, my name is Edgar, Mr. AKA Rodriguez. And um, <clears throat> you can tell here, we have a couple things to talk about, especially on this podcast coming up this weekend. Um, first and foremost, Anderson Silva. This could be Anderson Silva's last fight. Um, Anderson Silva's last fight because um, he's going to retire. And um, I know it's going to put up a GOAT edition of the, of you know, of MMA GOAT edition. And I'm working on a basketball GOAT edition. And it's that's what I have in the works right now. So look out for that. But <clears throat> I wanted to wait now because Anderson Silva, obviously, is should be mentioned in those discussions. Um, where should he be ranked? I mean, he came in, tore it up. He did this, he did that. <clears throat> He'll be fighting this weekend um, against Uriah Hall, which is a very exciting matchup for me. Um, I don't know how everyone else feels about it, but we'll see. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about NFL Week 8. Is it, is it 8 already? Ooh. Let me take a look here. NFL Week 8. It is. I can't believe we made it this far. Um, halfway through the season almost. Um, we are going to talk about boxing. Boxing is popping off this weekend too, so that's very exciting. One of the bigger fights, in the second biggest fight since the pandemic um, hit and all this stuff. Um, we're talking about a very prominent figure Two quarterbacks, two big quarterbacks, caught COVID. Um, we'll talk about that here in a second. Um, <clears throat> but I wanted to talk about, I was just watching the Atlanta Falcons versus the Tampa, Tampa Atlanta Falcons versus the uh, Carolina Panthers. It was, um, it was very sloppy. It ended up being a little bit better than I thought it was going to be. Um, I don't even remember what the score was. Um <clears throat> 25 to 17 Falcons. It was um, interesting to say the least. Matt Ryan. Um, I don't know. It was very sloppy. They ended up losing Calvin Ridley. The Falcons did like in that third or fourth quarter. I can't remember. Um, even Teddy Bridgewater got knocked out in the fourth quarter for a little bit. Ended up coming back. But ended up throwing the uh, game ending interception. Threw it right in triple coverage. Um, it looked bad. Um, but, um, yeah, Falcons got their second win of the year, which is, uh, pretty good, I guess. I mean, they've lost some heartbreakers, some heartbreakers. I mean, I think, let me take a look here. I want to see this real quick though, before we get going. Lost to the Seahawks, 38-25. Cowboys, 40-39. That should have been a win for them. Lost to the Bears, 32-26. Lost to the Packers, 30-16. Lost to the Panthers earlier, 23-16. They beat the Vikings, 40-23, and lost to the Lions, 23-22. So you that Lions, that Cowboys games, there's two dubs right there. And then I want, you could probably even put in that, um, which one was it? The one they lost by the Bears game, too. I mean, that's within a possession, four points. Um, <clears throat> I mean, you're just like a couple possessions away from this season being a different season. Um, there's something missing though. Yeah. You guys added Todd Gurley in the off season, but 
and he actually, I mean, it doesn't seem like he's a, he's contributed, but if I'm not mistaken, I think he leads the league in rushing touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, let me see here. I'm going to have to look up stats. Um, no, not, that's not what I want. I think I heard that over the, um, over the, when they were announcing, um, stats. Uh, that's not what I want. Is it this one? No. I want to see. I, I I can't let this go. Um, rushing. Rushing. I want touchdowns. Right here. I think I get this one. Yeah, it's Todd Gurley. And it doesn't even seem like he's contributed. Um, 485 yards rushing, 122 attempts, and seven games played. But if we look at yards here, um, Derek Henry, Clyde Edgar-Hilaire. I call him Clyde Edgar-Hilaire because that's my name. Um, Kenyon Drake, Ronald Jones, and Dalvin Cook. Todd Gurley's six. So it just doesn't seem like he's contributing. Obviously, in the rushing game, I don't know as far as passing, receiving the balls. Um, is it an offensive line issue? That's very interesting. Um, very interesting. And Julio Jones gets involved. I mean, he did catch, what, quite a bit of passes tonight. And then I think 126 yards receiving, which isn't a bad day. But I don't know. Plus, he was hurt a game or two. That Falcon seems is like an enigma. Like, I was just had, sitting there watching them. I was like, they're not bad, but they're not good either. And I'm just like, what are they missing? I mean, Hayden Hurst dropped a lot of balls. Matt Ryan didn't do bad. Um, I think he did throw a pick, though. Let me see. I got to find out because I'm talking about that. It's just fresh in my mind. Actually, I just voted. I just dropped my um, ballot off. It's late. So I dropped it off, and I was like, I'm just going to drop it off right now. If I, I, I'll forget to do it. I'll forget to do it before Tuesday. I know I will. Uh, Maddie Ice did throw one pick. Didn't throw a touchdown. So it could be. I don't know what it is. I mean. I think their kicker got most of the points. Right? Oh, Matt Ryan rushed for a touchdown. Holy crap. Matt Ryan rushed for a touchdown. So did Todd Gurley. And then the rest of the. What? 14. Am I doing this right? 11 points? Came from Young Hoku. Is that where it came from? Young Hoku. Um, thirteen points. Did they miss a P? He missed a PAT. That's right. He did miss a PAT. So thirteen. Yeah, points. And then they go for two. I'm, I'm so confused. It doesn't matter anymore. Falcons won. Young Hoku scored most of the points. Um. Yeah, I don't know. That's a. Uh, that's tough. I mean, they're two wins. They probably should have three. So you're looking at a five and three record right now is what they would be having. Um, who knows? Maybe they can get it together in that tough division when you have Tampa Bay and the Saints breathing down your throat or you guys looking up at them either way. Um, in Carolina, I mean, they didn't look too bad. 
but they still it was like maybe it was the elements, maybe it was the rain. Um, but they still lost to the Falcons. Um, Matt Rule, like I said, Matt Rule. I like Matt Rule as a head coach. I like Matt. I like Matt Rule. Um, the people he's brought in, he brought he brought in people he trusts. Rodney Anderson from Temple. Um, PJ Walker from Temple backed up and came in and almost dropped a complete dime on the first on his first attempt. Um, <clears throat> he's brought in people he trusts, and that's that's a good thing. And um, they want people to buy into him. And I think he's doing a good job. I think he's doing a great job. Um, first year. I mean, he's. I mean, he's not. It's not like he's getting his butt whipped, either. You know. If I come in here, Carolina lost to the Raiders, thirty-four to thirty. Lost to the Buccaneers, okay, thirty-one seventeen. Not a good outing. Lost to the Chargers, twenty-one to sixteen. Um, they beat the Cardinals. They beat the Falcons already. Um, lost to the Bears, twenty-three to sixteen, and then they lost to the Saints, twenty-seven twenty-four, and then the Falcons today. And they're these are all very close games. Um, I like Matt Rule. I like him, even though he's a foe with Oklahoma, an Oklahoma foe. But I like Matt Rule. He's a good guy. Um, tough shoes to fill in Carolina. We have someone like Ron Rivera, Riverboat River, Riverboat Ron. Did I say that right? I can't say that. Um, but I like that. Anyways, but this weekend. Always provides bangers. Always provides very great excitement, um, especially on Sunday. Usually, sometimes Sunday serves as if you guys watch this podcast or listen to this podcast, whether you guys are watching on YouTube, whether you guys are listening to on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. Um, <clears throat> you guys know that Sunday sometimes is it takes the pain away from Saturdays. It hasn't had to, and it hasn't had to do that in a while. So, but nonetheless, given the current situation where COVID cases are rising, I'm staying indoors. And Sunday, I'm putting all three seventeen of my screens on, and I'm gonna watch football all day. And you guys know, Uncle Edgar here likes to make picks. I made my picks. I made the picks. Uncle Edgar, I'm going to tell you my picks right now. I'm going to break them down here a little bit. Uncle Edgar took Baltimore over Pittsburgh. The Seahawks over the Niners. Bears over the Saints. Packers over the Vikings. And Browns over the Raiders. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Why did Uncle Edgar take Ravens over the Steelers? Listen, man, let's take a look at the Steelers' opponents, all right? Let's see who they played so far. Let's take just a quick look at who they have played so far because that's going to play into why I'm taking the Ravens. They've taken, they've taken Giants. They've beaten the Giants, Broncos, Texans, Eagles, Browns, Titans. You know what the difference is, difference is between all those teams and the Ravens? They don't have the reigning MVP on their team. They don't have Lamar Jackson. Lambjack, as I heard him called. Did you guys see that? Rob Kardashian called him Lambjack. I've never heard that before. Um, because he was like, he was like, 
unboxing some some uh, football cards. And he unboxed like a ridiculous Tom Brady card. And uh, he's like, oh, dude, it says, it says MVP. It says MVP and maybe it's a lamb jack. I'm like, what? Good thing my head works differently. And I put, you know, I could put it two and two together. MVP, lamb jack, Lamar Jackson. Who calls him that? Come on, Rob. Um, But they have, the Ravens have Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson coming off a bye. Lamar Jackson rested. You also have um, Mark Andrews. They also have Mark Andrews. I don't think they've played a tight end of his caliber yet. Um, I just don't think they have. Um, They have J.K. Dobbins. They have Big Truss. Mark Ingram. Marquise Brown. They have a litany of weapons. And the one thing that the Ravens are good at, they're good at winning shootouts. And... The Steelers give up a lot of points. A lot of points. With the exception of that Browns game, they've given up a lot of points. Only given up a minimum of 20, 21 points. I think that's like a minimum they give up. Let's find out. Let's go back because I didn't see the numbers as. Um, this doesn't want to cooperate. Oh, there we go. Um, 16, because they allowed 16 to, and then 7 to the Browns. Other than that, I mean, they're still allowing a lot of points. And I think the closest thing they have faced um, to Lamar Jackson is obviously Deshaun Watson. But we all know Deshaun Watson is no Lamar Jackson. There's like a difference. There's like a slight difference there. I think um, Lamar Jackson likes to fire off the hip. To Deshaun Watson, I think, thinks too much. If that makes sense. Because um, he lo- he knows how to read defenses. He, he's done it out there in these press conferences. But, <clears throat> I mean, I think, and I even think, if I'm not mistaken here, that I think Ravens are favored here. Let me take a look here. Ravens. Baltimore is minus four. The line is minus four. They're favored. So that tells you a little something too. It tells you a little bit something. My hope is that Marquise Hollywood Brown blows up this game. I need him to for my fantasy team. I need him to as a former Oklahoma Sooner. Let's hope he does. But <clears throat> That's definitely one of the games I'll be watching. What time is it on? 11 a.m. Mountain Time. So 1 o'clock Eastern, I guess. 10 Pacific. I don't know. I was wondering, how would it be? Is it better to... I don't know. Like, to be on the East Coast and watch games. Like, sometimes you can watch a game... Game comes on at what? Let's say you watch a game here, like a Monday night game, eight p.m. here at the Broncos, ten p.m. on the East. That game won't get over to like one o'clock. Some people have to be to work at like eight in the morning, seven in the morning. But on Sundays, games will start till one, so you could do stuff in the morning, and then boo, just lounge out the rest like in the afternoon. Get shit done on Sundays, and then just just chill the rest of the afternoon. 
But in the West Coast, though, it's earlier. 10 a.m. And then you're done by, what, 10 a.m.? And then 1 a.m. And then you're Gucci for a little bit. And then football. And then you get you get to bed early and wake up early. Hmm. I don't know which one I'd want. I don't know which one I want. I've always wondered that. How it would be on the East Coast. Because I've been to the East Coast. I mean... I don't think I've ever been Eastern time, if I'm thinking about it. Because I have been to Florida, but there's different time zones in Florida, which I believe are central, I think. doesn't matter. I've always wondered that. Just thinking out loud is what I'm doing. Just a little bit thinking out loud. If, um... Anyways. Just shut up. It's Halloween coming up. I was going to dress up. This is as close to Halloween as you can get. This orange hat with the black. Shout out to Billy Mansfield for getting me this. Uh, orange with the black. And um, <clears throat> I don't know. I'm just not in the Halloween mood. Halloween's never been like my holiday. Like if I'm giving a holiday. If I have a holiday. It's Christmas. That's me all day. All day. And Christmas will start November 1st. I don't give a shit what anyone else thinks. 2020, there's no more rules. Christmas starts November 1st. Not even Thanksgiving. And I'm a Thanksgiving guy. My birthday's on November 27th. The day after Thanksgiving. Sometimes it falls on Thanksgiving. Um, Christmas just top dog, you know? It's just top dog. I don't care what you say. Moving on. We're, 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 um, I don't have a lot of time. It's late. I'm tired. Um, Seahawks over Niners, obviously. You're taking dangerous Russ. You're taking that whole team. They're going to be without Chris Carson. So you're going to have Carlos Hyde moving in. Um, Carlos Hyde, who else? I don't even remember the other backup. But um, obviously, Monster DK Mac. Speaking of Halloween, speaking of Monsters, DK Mac is going to be out there chasing little kids down. So watch out. All right. If you see a big old grown, what is he, 6'3, 6'4, chiseled, 220, 230, just run the other way. Just run the other way. Um, Niners still depleted. They did beat the um, the Patriots, but and they beat the Rams. So they're kind of on a two game, a two game, uh, two game streak. You know, I'm not gonna do it. Um, Bears over the Saints. Now the Saints are favored here. But I have seen the Saints buckle. And I have seen... The thing about the Bears, they have good defense. They have pretty good defense. Um, and the Bears can stifle, can get to the quarterback. New Orleans is minus four and a half. So those are... If you guys remember, so they get... They're in the hole four and a half. Let's start the game. That's how betting works. This betting works. There's a spread, money line. There's a bunch of different... But they're in the hole four and a half points. They have to win by five points or more for that to cover. So if you bet the Saints minus four and a half, they have to win by five points or more. Um, so the other way around, if you bet the Bears to win plus four and a half, they get four and a half points. And they can lose as long as it's in between four. At least as long as you're not over four and a half points. Got that? Got that. Um. I mean, they played some tough teams. I mean, the Colts, they got the Colts got away with one. 
Rams last week. I mean, that boring game on Monday. Not last week. It was like Monday. Um, but they they beat. They stifled the Buccaneers. They beat the Panthers. They are 2-0 and against that division right now. And can they make it 4-0? Let me see if they play. Um, what is it? Because Panthers, Buccaneers, Saints, and Falcons. I don't think they play the Falcons. It doesn't look like they do. They go undefeated against that division this weekend. And I think they'll do it. Because with the Saints, I mean, Breeze has thrown very well, played very well, but he's also shown some inconsistencies as well. Inconsistencies. Um, hasn't thrown the ball very well. What is there? Okay, never mind. But Drew Brees getting up there in age, puppy. And Big Dick Nick is coming into town. Watch out. Watch out. Um, don't forget about another scary guy, Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack is a very scary dude. And he can beat up anybody on this planet. Anybody. If he wanted to. I would In a street fight, I would take John Jones, Khalil Mack, Aaron Donald, and DK Metcalf. I would even take Aaron, I would even take John Jones and brothers. Those guys are tough, but like I'm taking those dudes. You know what I'm saying? I'm not taking Vontez Perfect. Vontez Perfect would like he needs the pads. I feel like Khalil Mack. Have you ever seen Khalil Mack? You guys Google Khalil Mack right now. That is a. S- I'm moving on. I'm getting scared thinking about it. Um. <clears throat> So, and then Packers over Vikings. Vikings give up a lot of points. Packers love to score a lot of points. Aaron Rodgers is the GOAT. Top one of the MVP candidates. Um, and I'm taking Browns over Raiders. I think this team, this Browns team, looks better without OBJ. There, I said it. I think they look better without OBJ. They don't have to worry about getting him the ball. They could just spread the ball around. I think that's what, I'm not saying he's a diva, but. He's one. Sorry, Anderson. Um, he's one of those dudes that you know. I wouldn't say he's a diva, but he he definitely you could he's one of those dudes that can't hide his face. If that makes sense, you could tell when he's sad. Not gave me the ball. He's very droopy, you know, very sad. You could tell, and then like they're like, okay, we gotta get Odell the ball. Um, I don't know. I don't think. I think this would be a better team, a high scoring team. You saw what Baker Mayfield did. I think you can get. I can. I think you can do the same thing this week. Now, you granted it was against the Bengals, but Bengals aren't like an easy team to beat. But because they can, they can bank. I think. I think they could do it against the Raiders. Browns are favored too, by the way. Minus. What are they minus? Two and a half. Minus two and a half. So I'm taking the Browns. I like how Baker Mayfield played. I think Kareem Hunt will run the ball very well. Um, are they supposed to get Nick Chubb back this week? I'm not 100% sure. Jarvis Landry, bless him, is a leader on that team. Njoku, I don't think they're going to have Austin Hooper, so Njoku will step in. Um, yeah, I think they could do it. I think they'll be better off with that. But I've been wrong before. 
I don't know pop game. Um, other bangers to watch. Uh, Le'Veon Bell and the Chiefs play the Jets. Rams versus Dolphins. Tua is going to be starting this weekend. Tua Tagovailoa. Um, that's going to be interesting to watch. That's going to be eleven o'clock game my time as well. So you know I'm going to have it up for a little bit. Um, Cowboys Eagles disgusting, and then Buccaneers versus Giants more disgusting. I, it is. Tony Brown is going to play this week. Is he? I think he can only play week nine. I don't think he'll play this weekend. Um, Titans, Bengals, and Bills, Patriots. That's going to be very interesting to see. Patriots, Cam Newton. I talked about Cam Newton last episode. Um, will he come dressed to his own funeral? Is it going to be that bad? Buffalo Bills, tough team. Lead the division. Lead the lead the division. Kyle Allen's vicious. Actually, Kyle Allen hasn't been vicious the last three games. So who knows? Maybe he has something to prove as well. Um, we'll see. Uh, Broncos Chargers. I want to talk about the Broncos Chargers real quick. The very interesting matchup. You got Hunter Henry coming in as a rookie. You have Drew Locke pretty much coming in as a rookie. Played a few games last year, um, but coming in as his first full year. Not even his first full year because he already got injured and missed a, missed a good chunk of the season so far. But last week was not good against the Chiefs, whereas Hunter Henry performed well against the Chiefs. Well, that defense, that's a good defense in, in L.A. I almost call them San Diego, the Chargers defense. Um, they obviously have our boy, our golden child, Gary Chris Harris Jr. I almost called him Gary Harris. Chris Harris Jr. <laughs> Chris Harris Jr. They have our boy. Um, what's his name? Marvin Marvin Ingram. They have a good defense. Kenneth Murray. Um, they have a very good defense. A tough defense. But so do we. We have a tough defense. We're good against the run. Um, our defense is pretty good. Now, the, obviously, elephant in the room. We got to eliminate the inter- the interceptions, the turnovers, the kick returns. That's something we have to do as a team to win this game. We have to do it. No in if blah, 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 blah about it. We'll see what happens. Broncos. Be Broncos for life. Um, it's supposed to be still a little cold. Actually, it's going to be about 60. Not bad. Not bad. Not a rainstorm. It's, it's crazy how Colorado works. I mean, the sun smells, the snow's almost melted. It's like gone now. And we hit a storm. We had like seven, eight inches. Something crazy like that. In like a matter of, like Thanos. Like Thanos took half, half the, half the fires out with the snow. Um, That's it. Yeah, I did want to talk about real quick before I get into UFC fights. COVID. COVID. Sunshine caught COVID. Trevor Lawrence, the golden boy, caught COVID-19. Tested positive for COVID-19. Will be out 10 days. We'll have to isolate 10 days. Um, which is and, and then I think also the Wisconsin, uh, where is it out here? Quarterback caught COVID. Now there's a different protocol as in the ACC as there is in the Big Ten. What happens here? Let me see here. Uh, 
Badgers report 16 active cases of COVID-19. Um, bother test. Graham Mertz includes the head coach, Paul Kleiss, and quarterback Graham Mertz. However, athletic director Barry Alvarez received a negative PCR test on Thursday because Christ or Christ, C-H-R-Y-S-T, tested positive. He is required to isolate for 10 days and will be able to return to the team in person November 7th at the earliest. Mertz. That's a coach. Um, there is no definite time. But what it is in the Big Ten, it's 21 days. You're out 21 days. Three weeks. Um, that's huge. But Trevor Lawrence gets 10 days. And I think, and by the way, Cristiano Ronaldo wasn't able to play the other day. I didn't talk about this against Barcelona because he's still he's still testing positive. After, I think, 10 days, two weeks maybe, he's still testing positive. What's going on, Cristiano? Um, Nebraska Corn High School game um, versus Chattanooga Mocks canceled. That is canceled. Um, real quick, while they're on topic of NCAA, but yeah, that's um, that's huge. They are playing. They aren't playing anything special. Um, Clemson is playing Boston College. <coughs> um, who knows? I don't know. Maybe that's a big difference. Maybe they lose the game. That's one to watch this weekend. 10 a.m. ABC. That's one to watch this weekend. We'll see what happens. Um, Oklahoma State is an upset alert. They are playing Texas. Sam Ellinger, veteran. I think they get it done. I think they get it done. I think Texas beats Oklahoma State um, and just causes a litany of problems in the Big 12, as there always is. We always implode. We always... There's always some sort of implosion in the Big 12. And I love it. I love it. And we'll see. We'll see what happens. But Oklahoma State's been a very stout team. Oklahoma State ranked 8th. Um, it's a night game. I just saw it. I just saw it. By the way, Ohio State plays Penn State. That's going to be a bigger, uh, bigger game. In the Oklahoma State, Texas. Where is it? I just saw. It. Oh, there it is. Texas, Oklahoma State, six in the nation. Oklahoma State's upset alert. Alabama is not an upset alert against Mississippi State. <laughs> um, Florida versus Missouri. North Carolina versus Virginia. Always a tough game. Um, Oklahoma versus Texas Tech. You could see a high-scoring game again. You're just, it's just what is what it is. That's how you see Mike Leach uh, with uh, you know with Mike Leach when you had Cliff Kingsbury. It's always a high-scoring game against Texas Tech. So you guys want to you want action? That's what you watch. If you don't want action, go do guarding, go shovel snow. I don't care what you do. I'm just giving you heat. I'm just giving you that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but anyways, UFC. Fight night. The GOAT Anderson Silva. One of the GOATs, Anderson Silva versus Uriah Hall. This is interesting. Uriah Hall has provided one of the best knockouts you have ever seen in your life. But hasn't really provided a whole lot more since then. Um, La, I think he lost to the finals to Ultimate Fighter Finals finale to Kevin Gaslam, I think. Um, and then really hasn't done a whole lot 
he lost to Paulo Costa. Let me pull him up here. Um, lost to Paulo Costa not that long ago. And that's when Paulo Costa was a freaking a monster. But what has he done since then? I mean, I don't know what he was doing against uh, Izzy Arasanya. I mean, just a bad. It was just a bad look, bro. I mean, that just pisses me. It still pisses me off right now. Then he's calling out. Who do you call out? Whitaker. <laughs> Whitaker, I'm off the floor with him. <coughs> he beat Cara de Zapato, Antonio Carlos Jr. by decision. Bevan Lewis by KO. Lost to Paulo Costa, TKO. Beat Christoph, Jotko, TKO. But then lost three before that. Robert Whitaker, one of them, Derek Brunson, and Gary Marsasi. Tough dudes, but <coughs> got finished at two of those three. Two of two got finished two of those three. Uh, he did beat Gegard Musasi by flying knee. Well, I don't remember that. Holy shit. I'm gonna rewatch that back. Um lost to Rafa Natal, split decision. No one should ever lose to Rafa Natal. But he did have that knockout. I'm trying to think of it doesn't say it's not on here, but he had that knockout against Adam something. If you've never seen that, look up Uriah Hall. KO. And I'm sure it's gonna bring it up. It was just spinning like Chris like spinning hook kick and just caught him flush. And he was like that dude was out for a good few minutes. Five minutes maybe. And he was moaning on the ground. He's uh like he was like dead. I thought he was dead. Everyone else thought he was dead. Everyone watched everyone like Holy shit, that was a great knockout. Everyone's like, oh shit, he's not getting up. He is dead for show. He's dead for show. Um, but a lot of I don't know. High hopes for this for this dude and um kind of a letdown. He's on a two game winning streak. Whereas our GOAT, Anderson Silva, was his last fight against Adesanya? Uh I remember I haven't seen him fight in so long. His last fight was... uh, We fought Jared Cannonier. No, he didn't. When he smoked him. Dude, I don't remember. It was May. I don't remember that fight. Dude, no one brought that up. No one... Dude, when Cannonier... They were showing highlights. No one... They never popped up. By the way, he beat the best ever great Anderson Silva. What the fuck? Let me see this. Let me pull up his shit here. This is pissing me off. <laughs> I didn't know that. It kind of shows you kind of like where he's been. I did not remember that. Um, Where was that fight? Um, a leg kick. Oh, he hurt him. That okay? Now I remember. He got hurt. I remember now. But Anderson Silva, though, he's only won one fight in the last seven years. Knocked out of Chris Weidman, broke his leg. Chris Weidman, no contest against Nick Diaz. Michael Bisping lost unanimous decision. I thought he won that fight. Lost the decision to Daniel Cormier, where Daniel Cormier humped him all game, all fight. Beat Derek Brunson by decision. Lost to Izzy Adesanya by decision. And then that injury. 
for the loss to um, Jared Cannonier. I remember that now. I remember that. Um, but his last fight, his last win was Stefan Bonner. That is ridiculous. I didn't see that. I had never. I don't remember, dude. I just don't. I haven't looked in Anderson Silva until like right now. I popped him up because you know I like talking about him. I think he's one of the best to ever do it. And now I'm rethinking it. Um, that's a bad look. He needs to go out on top. Uriah Hall is going to give him a tough fight. This is going to be one of those. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to be. I don't know how I'm going to react on Saturday night when Anders Silva puts those gloves in the middle of the ring and just says, I'm done. I'm walking out. Um, Because he's been a part of a lot of things. If you guys don't remember, he's been a part of, I mean, that Chael Sonnen fight was amazing. The fight against Vitor Belfort, that amazing front kick knockout. Um, Even on the receiving end of a real Chonin um, flying was it called the flying heel hook? He's been part of some good stuff, even on the wrong end. Um, but he's fought some tough, tough dudes in a bunch of different. He fought Lee Murray. He be if you guys ever know who Lee Murray is. Lee Murray was known. So Lee Murray was indicted in embezzlement. I don't remember what it was, but it was a heist, biggest heist he ever seen in London, and he was part of it. And uh, he went to jail, but he was a bad dude and supposedly knocked out Tito Ortiz as a smaller dude um, in um, London, like in a bar fight. Matt Hughes is there. Matt Hughes, um, Chuck Liddell, a couple other dudes are there. They said that was the craziest thing they've ever seen. But Lee Murray used to be one of those bad dudes. Bad dude. Um, I don't know how this fight's going to go. I don't know how any of this is going to go. I don't even want to predict anymore. I'm going to make picks. You guys know where I'm going to make picks. Sportsbetteradvice.com. Go check them out. But the rest of the card is very, very good. If I could pull it up. Where is it at? Um, let me go just through it real quick because I don't have a lot of time. Bryce Mitchell versus Andre Feely. Bryce Mitchell coming in with the camo pants. Andre Feely, tough, tough dude. Tough dude. Bryce Mitchell's on a tear, though. Bryce Mitchell's have been on a different level the last couple of fights. His grappling's ridiculous. He doesn't stop. He transitions very, very well. He will catch you with something. I'm taking Bryce Mitchell's probably going to win this fight. At the least by a decision. Maurice Green against Greg Hardy. Greg Hardy, Greg Hardy, the women beater. He was on videotape or audio beating up his old lady on top of his guns, whatever it was like that. So people hate him, but he's gotten good at MMA. He found his sport. Former offensive lineman, the Dallas Cowboys, and I think the, the Panthers, who we just saw playing. Uh, Mo Green, um, fighting out of Jackson's camp, won his last fight. Kevin Holland, got a late replacement, Charlie Ontivero, so they'll be banging. Bobby Green, banging for like the 17th time in COVID uh, history, and then against Chiago Moses. But you guys know, you know, you know how this works out. You know how this is. You know how this goes. These are the type of cards that are very unexpected and gives you the best entertainment. All right. Check it out. Bangers this weekend, right? Um, what else? Last thing. Boxing. Leo Santa Cruz versus Gervonta Tank Davis. Amazing. This is going to be a good fight. Great fight. Leo Santa Cruz is just, 
he, he has a work rate like no other. He has a chin like no other. Um, he's had those classics with Abner Morris. Um, he had one loss to Carl Frampton, then he avenged it to Carl Frampton. Um, I mean, he's just different. It's Mexican. It's that classic Mexican versus black fighter. You got like the Mayweather De La Hoyas. You have like the, was it? Meldrick Taylor versus Julio Cesar Chavez, Sugar Ray Robinson against, well, Sugar Ray Robinson, well, against uh, Roberto Duran, not Mexican, but Latino. So you always have those fights. These fights have always been amazing. Um, and it's, I don't think this is going to be any different. I don't think this is going to be any different. Tank Davis has a workout for him. I think the toughest fight he's ever had was Yerkes Gambora, and that went 12 rounds. I think before that, the most he's ever gone was seven, eight rounds. He's in for a dogfight. Geronta Davis, known as one of the pound-for-pound pound best fighters right now on this planet, he is in for a dogfight. He's in for a, a dogfight. Geronta Davis fights out of Team Money, Team Mayweather. Is it the Money Team? Team Money Team. The Money Team. Not Team Money Team. The Money Team. Um, and Leo Santa Cruz has a lot to fight for. I mean, his dad's had cancer, and his dad just beat. You know, I think, I, I don't know if he still has cancer. I don't know if he beat cancer, but he also just beat COVID-19. They had to bring him back to life twice. So he has a lot to fight for. There's a lot weighing on this guy's chest. And mentally, will he be there? But on paper, this will be the toughest fight for Gervonta Tank Davis. Um, I didn't see the undercard. I'm not going to talk about the undercard because I probably don't know who else, who else is fighting on here. But there is another fight. Um, what some people regard behind Canelo Alvarez, the pound for pound best fighter. No, oh, I'm gonna say his name. Uh, Inu Naoi. Naoya, Naoya Inu. Japanese fighter. Returning to the United States for the second time. We'll be fighting on ESPN. You guys gotta watch this kid. He is, um, he's quick. He's a good fighter. He has, he hasn't lost yet. Undefeated. He has one, two, three, hold on. 16 wins by knockout. Three by decision. 19 and 0. 16 wins by knockout. We talk about Edgar Belangara. Belangara, is that you say the name? Kind of the same thing, but, I mean, Watch that. So it's the little guys. So you can't get, you have to stay awake, drink a little bit of energy drinks, drink something, you know, don't snort anything, but, um, try to keep up ESPN. So many lot of things going on. Is it ESPN or ESPN plus? It's something like that. So just watch out. Um, that's it. That's all I got for you. Just wanted to put an episode out before the weekend. I will be putting out probably two more videos this weekend. And um, so keep an eye out for that. Just quick videos. Not going to be podcasts or anything like that. Baby podcasts coming back. Um, but that's it. That's all I got for you. Uh, I want you guys to be careful this weekend. This Halloween weekend. If you guys step out. I don't know if any of you guys are stepping out. You should have stepped out. You, are, you guys are going to be wearing masks. But you're still going to catch COVID. Be careful. Just be careful out there. Trick-or-treating, doing whatever you're doing. Just be careful out there. There's a lot of freaking weirdos out there. 
This is weirdo's time to shine. Halloween. Um, don't forget to vote this weekend, this week, a few days, November 3rd. It's a November 3rd. November 3rd is coming up. Don't forget daylight saving times. It's time. An hour back. All right. An extra hour of 2020. Don't be scared of it. No, no, no. Stay with it. No pasa nada. No pasa nada. Um, I'm trying to think if I forgot anything. No. That's it. Enjoy the weekend. I love you guys so much. Thank you guys so much. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Sports with Light Podcast, episode number 77. Take care of each other. Um, don't forget to vote. And I love y'all. And I will see you guys on the next one, episode number 78. Um, Later.